Welcome back, Video Game Volume Vanguard. It's your boy, Peace City Substance. We're here with another episode of the Video Game Volume. The Video Game Volume is an episode normally dedicated to the current uh, climate of the video game community. We talk about uh, the breaking news, the soon-to-be new releases, current releases, future game, and stuff like that. So, let's get right to it. The biggest thing uh, that's been currently happening, or one of the top things... The Xbox One All-Digital all Edition. Now, I spoke about this. I had a um, breaking news edition of the sidebar where I talked about this and the specs and the leaks about the upcoming uh, press release from Xbox about this Xbox One S All-Digital Edition. And it was kind of like what I said. The biggest thing that people were talking about and one of my gripes about it, well, not even gripes because I can really honestly care less about this console i think it's a complete waste of money um and it's honestly it's late in the game why are you releasing another console we're on the verge of the next generation of consoles um and we'll get to that right after this and i'll it'll probably hit home once i start talking about that but they want 249 dollars that was the rumored um price tag of it and that's exactly what it was uh it's including a terabyte of hard drive space and it's also coming in free with three free games, Sea of Thieves, Minecraft, and Forza Horizon 3, which I feel like none of that is going to draw anybody into buying this Xbox One S All Elite Edition. Um, firstly, uh, Microsoft released the original Xbox One, uh, which I have. Uh, then they went on to release the Xbox One S, I believe. Then the Xbox One Elite. Then the Xbox One X. And now you got the Xbox One S all digital edition. Like, that's insane. Like, you know, I hate to say it, but Microsoft, if you don't cut the crap, like right now, you are slowly but surely turning into the modern day Sega. You know, Sega did these, this exact same thing where they kind of just tried to draw out the lifespan of their consoles. Like, the Xbox One is doing pretty good. It's not doing as good as Sony, but I mean, it's current console People are still playing it. So it's like, why do you keep coming out with these consoles and trying to entice people to spend another $250 when at the beginning you forced everybody to pay $499 a week after PS4, which I feel drastically hurt you guys' sales and your reputations because PS4 was announced first and then it came out first and then it outsold you guys even to date. Like, you can get an Xbox One right now, probably the 500 gig black one, the standard edition for less than 150 bucks on like craigslist and now you come out with this so late in the game it's like for what why are you doing it focus on your library um that's not enough to draw these people in one terabyte and it's like and it's at this point i don't feel anybody's going to spend any more money hardware wise or any consoles or in my opinion it wouldn't be smart to do so right now because like i said we're on the verge of the next generation consoles PS5 and stuff like that. That is right around the corner. I'm predicting in 2020 was is when we'll see the next generation consoles. I just it's too late in the game, and honestly, Microsoft turned a lot of people off with this Xbox One with all these different releases and uh, upgraded hardware, bigger hard drive space. When at the beginning, honestly, my approach would be release the console and allow the consumer to choose their hard drive size, so that at that point, it's their choice of what they're paying and they're getting actually what they pay for um so hopefully they learn from this and don't fall down that same path that sega f 
fell down. Like when they had the Genesis model one, two, and three, then they had the 32X, then they had the Sega CD. It's too much. It's way too much. That's what, what did I name? The original Xbox One, Xbox One S, Xbox One X, the uh, Elite, and now this. That's five consoles for this one generation. And I guess they just trying to draw as many sales as they can because I get, I wouldn't say it was a, a commercial failure, but it didn't do as well as Sony. But, I mean, it's, it's still right there with Sony. Honestly, it's a matter of opinion, but this crap right here is not good. Only thing PlayStation did was they did the PS4, then they upgrade, upgraded the um, hard drive size, a little bit different design, then they went with the PS4 Pro. So that was all they gave in. Even that, I just feel like it's not worth it. So my word of advice for both of you guys, come out with original, allow the person to pick their hard drive or have all the, all the options right there at launch time where you got the original and then you got the up, upgraded version with the uh, faster uh, processor and the bigger hard drive up have that available to the consumers because this is annoying and i never ever plan on investing on be- getting a second version of an original version of a console i'm just not doing it. so let's get off that subject moving forward uh, another big thing um so and it's kind of funny that on the heels of this announcement of this xbox one s all digital edition you get um some specs about the playstation 5 Go Sony for that. A very smart marketing strategy. Because not only did they just have the uh, Sony uh, State of Play uh, a couple months ago where they just announced these slew of games coming out, which meaning that they're putting the game, their attention on their library right now. And obviously, they got their mind on the PS5 moving forward. So let's get some of the uh, actual specs that was um, thrown out there coming strictly from an interview at Wired with a uh, Sony representative. Uh, backwards compatibility. You're going to be able to play your PlayStation 4 games on your PlayStation 5. That's definitely a plus. That's a big thing with a lot of uh, gamers that have a large extensive library and they're able to play their games on their current console. So go Sony for that. Uh, it's going to be able to have the ability if you have a properly equipped TV for up to 8K graphics. Um, also, you're going to have 3D audio. I'm not sure what that's about. Maybe I'll do a little research to kind of wrap my head around that i mean i guess it sounds pretty cool uh super fast solid state uh hard drive that's also great too and i think it's running on like a ryzen um chip in the system which is similar to what i run on my p my gaming pc so that's pretty cool to know that's kind of what they all they are at this point uh it's going to be a slower transition a slower transition while they're still they're going to be pushing ps5 but they're going to be slowly rolling out um and we're still having games come out for the PS4 as well, which you've seen in the past with some of the consoles or like the PS3 and the 4, the Wii U and the Switch. Uh, so it's going to be like a slow transition. It won't just be immediately cut the 4 off, focus on the 5 type of thing, which is pretty cool then for that. Also, it's also, no, this is a big one too. Um, although I don't feel like uh, the people is real big on it, but the PlayStation VR will be compatible with the PS5. So that's great. You know, that's, uh, I think, a note that they took from Nintendo is utilizing their previous gen console to work with their new stuff because people appreciate that. You know, they spent their hard-earned money. I got my PS4 uh, day one release. It came out the day after my birthday in 14. And um, I remember when that came out, it was like 400 bucks. So, you know, you just appreciate being able, you know, I think the VR was 
250 or whatever the case may be, people appreciate being able to still use stuff like late in the game. Like I haven't got a VR, but I want one. So if I get one, I'll be more than happy to be able to use it with my new console. And they're more than capable of doing it. It's like it's no point in really building another one, especially if it kind of, in a sense, underperformed. Like the VR is, um, it's not that it's horrible, but I mean, let's just be honest. It wasn't this big, um, it didn't sell very well. Let's just say that. So to be able to do that, I think that's, that's great. So kudos to Sony with some of those specs. Also, um, the, the, some of the developers have dev kits for the PS5 specs. So that means that the PS5 games are probably currently in development. So I don't know what Microsoft is doing. So that I've, I'm, I would suggest that they, you know, get on board and start playing catch up with Sony because Sony is definitely focused. And they're run, they're firing on all cylinders right now. Uh, it's rumored to have a 2020 release, like I spoke about earlier. So let's be on the lookout for that. Also, another thing big in the industry right now is the Nintendo Switch Mini. This is rumored to be released. Well, let's rewind a little bit. Uh, it was a rumor out maybe a few months ago. Probably maybe about six months before I first heard it, that they were coming out with two more models of the Nintendo Switch. One being a little more budget friendlier, and then the other one being a little bit more powerful than the current Switch. So, uh, this Nintendo Switch Mini, the current news on that, that was already rumored to come out before the, I guess, Switch Pro is what people are calling it. It's going to be budget friendly. Um, these are just the rumor specs right now. Budget friendly, uh, no dock to the TV. It's gonna be strictly a handheld uh, console. Uh, it's gonna be. It's rumored to be released this fall, just in time for the holidays. So smart by Nintendo. They are well known for doing that and kind of killing the holiday season. They did that with the Switch. So be on the lookout for that. Um, I don't know if it's worth it. I may get that one for my daughter, but her birthday is in July, so I don't see that happening before July. So I don't know. I'll just end up getting her a Switch because that's what she wants. But we're probably not going to wait for the holiday season. Uh, another interesting um, topic right now in the uh, gaming community is the Sega Mini. Now, I talked about this a couple episodes ago and saying how they were going to release uh, the titles slowly but surely in um, sets of 10. It's going to come with 40 games built in on the Sega Mini slash Mega Drive. So the new set of 10 games that's currently out there that's going to be a part of the Sega Mini are Earthworm Jim, um, Castle of Illusion, Mickey Mouse, World of Illusion, starring Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck, Sonic 2, Contra Hard Corps, Streets of Rage 2, Thunder Force 3, Super Fantasy Zone, Shinobi 2, and Landstalker. So that's a pretty uh, good list, and they definitely outdid Sony with their PlayStation Classic. So I'm definitely looking forward to this. Uh, GameStop is taking uh, pre-order sales. I actually need to go put my money down on mine because I'm definitely interested in this. I don't have any of the classic systems, but maybe that's an idea for my wife and my kids. I know my kids are watching. Daddy wants the minis. So NES mini, Super NES mini, and probably not the Sega. It'll be afterwards. Um, and... Uh, Unfortunately, I'll still take the Sony PlayStation Classic. I'll take it anywhere. So, kids, tell your mother. That's what I want. So, anyway, that looks great. And then they also, while we're on the topic of minis, uh, they came out with a couple Neo Geo minis, which were like arcade, tabletop, miniature, um, arcade cabinets, which from the looks of what the little research I've done on them seems pretty cool. But apparently, SNK is going to pop their head 
back into the hardware market and come out with a new console. And right now it's rumored to be called, uh, well, actually two consoles, the Neo Geo 2 and the Neo Geo 3. There's no specs on them uh, just yet, but apparently uh, after the success of their Neo Geo minis and the sales of that, they decided they're going to come out with two new consoles. I don't know what the concept of that is, if one's going to come out one generation and one the next, but I mean, it seems like they're thinking future-wise, so that's great to know from Neo Geo. We all know and love, well, not all know, let's just say some of our friends that had the money knew about Neo Geo back then. It was very expensive. I've yet to add one of those to my collection. Uh, I think the market for the Neo Geo AES, which is the big, huge, con uh, big, huge cartridges, because they were actually arcades at home. That's what they were marketed as with the big fight sticks. That's what they came with. Uh, the market for those right now, I think about $300. So not insanely bad, but still relatively expensive for a console that came out some 20 years ago. But needless to say, I want to add that to my collection. Um, I want to take this time to shout out subscriber number 50. He left a comment on our last episode of Video Game Voter that just made my day, just made me so, so happy. I tweeted it out. Um, I screenshotted it, tweeted it out, put it on my social medias. I'm so happy. Uh, I just want to send a shout out to subscriber number 50, Jacob Shelter. Thank you for leaving that comment, dude. I appreciate the support. Uh, if you guys don't know what he said, if you go on the Video Game Voter uh, episode of, I think, 23, last Friday, you'll see his comment on there from Jacob. I appreciate you so much. Um, Jacob, I know you're watching this. Send me over your email, uh, your information to my email, videogamevoter at gmail.com. I got something special for you. And I'm also going to do a giveaway for my 100th subscriber. I haven't decided what I'm going to give away. I'm going to release that information uh, shortly. But each milestone we hit, I'm going to give away something out of my collection to my subscribers because that's how much I just appreciate you guys. And I do pay attention. I, I respond to everyone who leaves a comment on all my videos. So, you know, talk to your boy. I'm not one of those guys stuck up. I, I don't have many subscribers to begin with, but I'm true to this and I'm loyal to this. And this is something that I love. And this is something that we obviously share. That's why you guys watch me and this is why I do it. So um, also shout out to the immortal John Hancock. He shouted your boy out in one of his live videos. He also commented. I left a comment on one of his current videos. He told me he had a chance to check out the channel. If you look on my uh, social media on Instagram um, at PCity underscore substance and on Twitter at PCity underscore substance, you will see I screenshotted the comment that he left on his video. We talked with one another and he said he had a chance to check out the video game for the channel. He told me that I had a nice channel. So coming from him meant the world to me. I just appreciate it. He is so, so humble, super cool. So I'm looking forward to seeing him in Portland in October. So shout out to John Hancock. Also, again, shout out to Jacob Shelton. Uh, send me that info, videogamevoter at gmail.com. Send me your mailing address, and uh, I'm, I'm going to have something special for you. Uh, just because I just appreciate you leaving that comment. He just basically saying he can't believe I only had 40-something subscribers and that he was number 50. He told me that I was doing a great job. So shout out to him. Yeah, send me that information. I got something special for you. I appreciate Every member of the video game voter vanguard was slowly but surely building with just slowly building momentum. And I, I'm very appreciative. It makes me want to continue doing what I'm currently doing right now. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it so much. So uh, also check out the official website of the video game voter, the video game voter dot wordpress dot com. 
Uh, if you want to donate to the Video Game Votary, www.patreon.com backslash Video Game Votary. Video Game Votary Podcast available on all podcast platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher. Um, don't forget to like and subscribe. Hit that subscribe button right now, matter of fact. If you're watching this video, if you ain't doing it, matter of fact, if you did do it, hit it, but don't unsubscribe. Do not do that. That's not nice. But if you're watching and you're not subscribing, hit the like button right now. Hit it, hit it, hit it. Also, um... Don't forget to uh, turn the notifications on. Hit that thumbs up button. Also, uh, rate us on Video Game Votary Podcast on iTunes because that triple effects and domino effects to the rest of the podcast platforms. And the higher we get up, we get to get on that front page. Video Game Votary Vanguard will start to grow. Like, I know it will. Slowly but surely, just give it time. So, shout out to all the guys that subscribe to the channel early on. I'm not going to forget about you guys, but I know where this channel can go because... I got the loyalty. I'm giving you guys the content. I got plenty of content. And like I said, I'm true to this. So stay tuned for everything. I appreciate you guys. We're going to end the episode on that note. It's your boy, P-City Substance. And this has been another episode of the video game, Votary.